rim space. Rim job space. Are you okay? Why is it fucking funny? Because you were bent over and I was making fart sounds. Oh, I thought you meant the nicotine mints are funny. I was imagining farts coming out and then he did the fart, juicy fart. Oh, in, in there? <laughs> While you were bent over. Oh, that's fun. We are having fun. We are having a grand old time. As we ready, say. motherfuckers? Yup. Yup. Good evening, everybody. Uh, or afternoon, as we say in uh, when it's the afternoon. <laughs> good, uh, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. It's a Slop City Day, and luckily today we're recording on the Lord's Day. I believe that's what Sundays are called, correct? Well, I'll tell you what. Don't take the Lord's name in vain. <clears throat> a couple of people have commented on my newest video. What if I do heroin and <laughs> scream out the Lord's name? No, you can't. It doesn't matter what you do. They said, I would have watched this had you not taken the Lord's name in vain. People say that on your videos? Yes. And I was <laughs> like, that's a thing still? Oh, and then the lady man. said... Uh, if you hadn't taken the Lord's name in vain, you probably would have been able to get the chicken, you know, cause I was trying to get the spicy chicken. And I said, do you really believe that? Ma'am. And she said, yes. And I said, you believe that because I said the Lord's name in vain, that chicken sandwiches are sold out nationwide. And she was like, absolutely. She didn't say anything. Everybody else started roasting her. So. Well, I mean, by that logic, it's also your fault that the Impossible Burger can't be given to other restaurants, you know, because Burger King bought them out. And maybe if you didn't say the Lord's name in vain, then the restaurant that I work at would be able to get Impossible Burgers. So, I mean, this is a clearly a why this is an epidemic. Well, also, she said our Lord's name. How does she know he's my Lord? Jesus is my Lord. Yeah. How does she know that you don't subscribe to, you know, a, a friendly doggo in your neighborhood as your Lord? Your know. higher power can be anything. OK, I learned that in AA. So did it I. Be anything. In OA. Do you know what my uh, higher power was when I was in uh, the program? Mine. What? Was <laughs> mine was Mufasa from The Lion King. Really? Yeah, there was a nice little picture of him that I kept up. It was like when Mufasa was in the clouds and like. I've never seen uh, it. Oh, man. I can't. Yeah. Why? I don't watch movies where animals die anymore. Well, I'm, I'm mean, not doing it. It's not it's fun. A, it's not funny. And I don't want to be sad. It's not supposed to be funny. No, <laughs> the Lion King has never, ever been <laughs> advertised as a comedy. Libby's looking for her pussy right now. Yeah, She's sick. searching through her fucking knapsack, just looking for her pussy. A pussy. A pussy window. <laughs> pussy window. <laughs> Show me your pussy window. Smith, Smith. Miss Smith showed her pussy window. Oh, shit. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, I love that you're like, it's not funny when animals die. Yeah, I mean, it actually sends Simba into a tailspin when his father dies, okay? Sends Mm -mm. him into such a tailspin that he leaves as an adolescent. He leaves Pride Rock because he can't 
handle it. And Scar also told him, listen up, little boy. It's your fault that your fucking <gasps> dad's dead. And then Mr. Simba gets, I mean, he, 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 if heroin was around, he'd have been doing it. I'll tell you that. Oh. Because he was shook. And he told him, go on, get, get out of here. You got to leave Pride Rock. And Simba fucking leaves Pride Rock. He leaves and he's alone in the desert, all alone. He's getting spooked left and right. He's hallucinating. He's hallucinating. He's very sad. And then he finds Timon and Pumbaa. And these two men raise him right. And that is where the incredible inclusive meme of Simba hanging in a tree with Timon and Pumbaa in the background. And it says, two guys raised Simba and he turned out all right. What kind of animal were the animals? Uh, One is a warthog and then the other is, what is a, huh, a warthog and he's like a slender little, I think he's a meerkat. Oh, well. He's a slender little man. You know, I like a hero's journey just as much as anyone else, as long as it doesn't involve the death of an innocent animal. Well, guess what? And I guess, and you know what else? Everybody's mad. Everybody's mad at Simba when he comes back to get his bitch Nala back, his best friend, and fall in love with her. Everyone's like, Simba, you left us. You left us. Mm. And you didn't think about any of us when you were gone. He's like, no. He's in this emotional turmoil where he's like, no. Mm. Scar told me that it's my fault. And and the whole pride is starving. They're upset because they got these two little pussy willows as their (laughs) fucking leader. They got Scar and these fucking hyenas. They're savages. And guess what? Hyenas are going to take care of themselves before they take care of anyone. That's right. It's not how it goes in a line pride. So it was all thrown off balance. Well, here's the deal. Sounds like a lot of victim blaming. Sounds like a lot of trauma experienced by Simba. <laughs> I experienced these things in real life. I don't want to see this up on a movie screen. I don't want to pay fourteen fifty to go in and watch my dreams get shattered. Can you show the picture, Randy, of Simba and Timon and Pumbaa uh, walking around? You see it? It's that third one over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. That one. Okay, so this is great. It's all them. They're walking along, and they're saying, Akuna Matata, and they're fucking jamming. It's all these colorful parts where they're eating bugs, and they're hanging out, and they're loving life all together. Oh, also, he's an herbivore. I mean, it just, there's a lot of great oh. messages. So uh, I would, uh, I highly recommend it. I think it'll bring you a lot more joy than you think. And it, it, listen, guys, this is now we have officially started a campaign to get Libby to watch The Lion King. Well, here, here's another question. So <clears throat> after Simba was allowed to come back, I'm assuming he was allowed to come back. Well, he came back. Yeah. Did they accept the Mufasa and Franklin or whatever their names are? <laughs> Timon and Pumbaa? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, they did. So you're telling were- me a pride of lions welcomed. A warthog and a tiny meerkat. They did try to kill them at one point, um, <laughs> but they didn't realize that they were allies of Simba's. So it was, I mean, and there was a great battle at the end, a really great battle. And then Simba gets to say the words to Scar that Scar said to him when he was a young boy and get him the fuck out of there. Was Scar trying to be the king? Yeah. Oh. Scar killed his own brother. 
You know, Scar, uh, I like to liken him to Cain and Abel in the Bible. He, I think that is a great comparison. You know, Why don't he, you zoom in on a picture of Scar real quick, just so you can really take a look at him. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's a lion with black hair. He's goth. He's got eyeshadow on. <laughs> he's goth. He looks like the lion, uh, Chris Angel lion version. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's goth as fuck. He's got a tattoo of a paw on him. Mm-hmm. And fuck that guy. Yeah, he's fucking hard. But he's he's all about himself. Does James Earl Jones do his voice? Because that would be good. <laughs> I don't know who does his voice. Let's check it out. Yeah, he is a very goth guy. He's a dark man. He's a dark man. Who is it? Jeremy Irons. Who the fuck's oh. that? That's that British guy. Matthew isn't Broderick it? did uh, Simba's voice. Okay, so one more question. Oh, James Earl Jones does Mufasa's voice. <laughs> Holy shit. So you, you deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> That's what he says to Simba when Simba goes and runs where the hyenas are with his girlfriend Nala. And Simba is a child. Yeah, he's a little you baby. Know? Yeah. They don't know right from wrong. They're trying to learn their way. And this man is... Saying he deliberately disobeyed well, him? He did disobey him. They said you can never go down there to the bone graveyard. Is that why his dad got killed? Well, no. His dad was going to get killed no matter what. Because Scar Scar couldn't handle that Mufasa was a good person. Scar was a big piece of shit. And he, he was a manipulator. And he was working on the side with these hyenas. It's kind of a nice mapping onto maybe the mob or something of that sort. Mm. So, uh, no, it's, it's it's very good. I highly I just I, recommend it. I don't like to be sad when I watch a movie. You know, there's a, a dog movie with uh, Richard Gere in it. And uh, my mother was telling me about it. She called, this was, I don't know, a few years ago, but she watched it on Netflix. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a dog's journey or something. And Richard Gere has this dog that, lo- you know, it's his, like, buddy. I think that... Richard Gere or someone fucking dies and the dog goes to the train station every single day to try to find his owner. And that <laughs> makes me want to end my life. <laughs> oh. Mm, it's sad. Mm. Real sad. They don't understand. They don't understand. I might be butchering the plot of that one, but either way, all you got to know is there is a flick out there with Richard Gere from Pretty Woman. Uh, if you don't remember Pretty Woman, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And Richard Gere's in it. There's a dog involved. It's a big, long journey. So uh, do I recommend it? Not sure. My mom likes it, and sometimes she likes questionable things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the movie corner with uh, Libby and Tina. <laughs> movie corner. <laughs> that was the movie popcorn corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect name for our movie reviews. It's Popcorn Carner. Popcorn Carner. There it is. Guys, that was a Popcorn Carner <laughs> with uh, your bitches Libby and Tina. So I don't have any more movies to talk about. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I do. I watched the worst fucking scary movie I've ever seen in my life the other night. It was called Brightburn. And I think it was, I bet it got like a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Were you not shook at all? I was not shook. It was fucking terrible. He was clearly the devil. It was just this really bad, for anybody that I'm ruining this for, good. You shouldn't (laughs) fucking see it. You heard it here at the Popcorn Carner. Was it uh, supposed to be bad? 
No, it was supposed to be like good. Oh, it's a 57 on Rotten Tomatoes. So listen, after a difficult struggle with fertility, Tori Breyer's dreams of motherhood come true with the arrival of a mysterious baby boy. And I like that they just say it like that because it's not mysterious. There's like a fucking explosion that happens on their farm and this big light and there's a fucking baby in there. Okay. So it's he's and they love Brandon appears to be everything Tori and her husband Kyle ever wanted. Uh. Bright, talented and curious about the world. But as Brandon nears puberty, powerful darkness I can't read the rest. But either way, he ends up being the devil and, like, murdering everyone. I could have told them that. He was born out of flames. Yeah. He appeared after a giant explosion. Two things are going to happen if you're born out of flames. Number one, you're going to be the devil. Or number two, you're going to wear a lot of flame (laughs) button-up shirts. And possibly become Guy Fieri. And maybe wear those fake arm tattoos. Uh, It's like a sleeve of tattoos. (laughs) It has, like, T-shirts. Yeah. (laughs) It's like translucent uh, mm-hmm. skin. You know, oh, yeah. It's peach like an skin tone. Yeah, it's opaque or whatever. And it's, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so you get, you got two options. You're born out of flames. You're, you're the devil. It could have been cool. That's what was upsetting with this. It could have been fucking cool. And they just, it was like so obvious. Like the parents were lying to each other about stuff that they saw their son do. Like there's a scene where this kid, Brandon, this devil flame child is sitting and he's like, uh, <laughs> at the breakfast table. And he's not even looking at anyone. And he's got a fork in his mouth and he's like, uh, and he bends the fork inside of his mouth. Oh, And then the dad sees it. Runs upstairs and says to me, like, something's wrong with Brandon. And it's like, you're not going to tell her that you just watched your probably 13-year-old son destroy a metal fork in his mouth? If I saw anybody do that, I would immediately contact the authorities. (laughs) There are moments when I contact the authorities. It's when I see a white man in a long trench coat and he's sitting around too much. I'm like, you call the police. Call the authorities because he's going to murder Kill a lot somebody. of people. Okay. And then if somebody's bending a metal fork, look, there it is. He's, oh, I bent it inside of my mouth. And fucking Pam's ex-husband from the office is the dad in this. He doesn't look very shocked. He just looks puzzled. It's insane. So there's a lot of, the, there's a lot of things that aren't adding up why aren't the parents communicating and then it's like i'm sorry i lied to you brandon did this thing and i should have told you and then guess what brandon kills her fucking husband and he fucking kills her well brandon kills his parents it's their fault you know it's absolutely their fault they should have left this little flame child in the flames Mm -hmm. or should have just accepted that you should you should have Contacted the authorities, but instead they, this is what happens when people don't listen to the government. I mean, come on. I mean, if you just do what's asked of you, work a job that's ten twenty five an hour for the rest of your life, struggle forever, that's what you should be doing, right. guys. You shouldn't be trying to beat the system. You know, listen to the government. If you see a mm-hmm. flaming ball and a little baby show up. Take them to a fire station. You can leave a baby there, no questions asked. Absolutely. I've done it multiple times. Or a hospital. I mean, the hospital, a bit questionable. Too many cameras. Fire station. 
they have. Well, there's some they'll just let you do it. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. A fire station. I mean, you don't even have to talk to them if you want. It could be like a nice little kind of a drug deal scenario. You walk up, you leave the box, Mm -hmm. baby's in there. Maybe uh, what I would suggest doing if you are going to do that, based on my experience with leaving babies at fire stations, Mm -hmm. is I like to leave a note. And what the note generally is, is in Sharpie, it says baby. Oh, okay. (laughs) Even better yet, you could get one of those insulated uh, DoorDash things that they carry the food in. (laughs) And they'll open it immediately because they'll think there's food in there. Oh, my God. I think somebody delivered burgers to us because we're good citizens. Right. And and boy, well, that I don't know how fast they would open it if they saw baby, but if they saw DoorDash, they're opening that bitch up. Today's show is sponsored by DoorDash. <laughs> Enter your code baby for ten percent off <laughs> for ten, 10% penises off. off your next pussy window. Your next pussy window will be uh, free of charge from DoorDash partnered with uh, Popcorn Carner. Popcorn Carner, Popcorn, you're looking good today. You're looking good today. You're looking good today. You're looking good today. Oh, man. You know what Donald said to me the other day? Instead of you're looking good today, he goes, you're looking beautiful today. (laughs) That's (laughs) not as good. And I was like, get the fuck out of this place right now. You're like, go get your toenails cut, Donald. I almost started recording him the other day, but I couldn't. I will get a good recording of him soon, I promise. Is that, uh, will I get, We. I guess we should look up the laws in Missouri. Can you record somebody, uh, just say they're not saying anything and they're just nodding off (laughs) at a place that they shouldn't be sleeping and you record them, will I get in trouble? Not sure, but either way, you're looking good today, today. you're You're looking looking good good today, you're looking good today. Well, all I know is he's in a in a restaurant, not sleeping. So he opens himself up for whatever is given to him. Yeah, this is an uh, open carry state with your cell phone. If someone's nodding off, Missouri's wiretapping law is a one party consent. Missouri makes it a crime to enter. No, whatever. We'll figure it out. That's what it- my dream was. One party state. One party has to be has to consent. That's you. I'm the consenting party. Guess what, Donald? You're going down. Okay, so let me tell you about my dream. Uh-huh. Uh, me and about 40 other people got picked up by the FBI to get interviewed because there was a murder of a gal. Okay? Very serious. I don't know how I got involved in it. <laughs> you know? Well, I would assume it's because a piece of your hair from your hairbrush, <laughs> hairbrush fell out when right. you rolled the windows down. But go on. And uh, so they, they're going down the line. I was the first, and they wanted us to say what we do. Uh, they wanted us to say, you know, something about ourselves. And I was like, hi, everybody. My name is Louie Higgins. I'm a comedian. And I just started doing bits. <laughs> and everyone was clapping and laughing. <laughs> and then I go, <laughs> and then <laughs> I've always told everybody, if I was ever in a situation like this, and they asked me if I murdered somebody, I would say yes. And I was expecting like this huge laugh and everybody was like, she did it. She did it. So then that was it, Tina. I went to prison for murder that I didn't commit. Did you really? Yes. You know why you had this story? Okay. Well, before we get into that, what else? Has, so in the dream, did you get to uh, experience prison or well, did it just kind of cut off? I had like I was in jail first in your pants because I knew I was being set up. Then when everybody saw that I admitted to it, um, 
the other people that were being interviewed, they started to turn on me and sabotage me. One guy was harassing me until I started to fight him. I attacked him. Then I had to go in like this holding cell, which made me look even worse, you know, because I attacked someone. I could potentially be a murderer. Absolutely. Um, And I kept saying, I have to sit down. I can't stand up for four hours. And he's like, do you have a paper that says you're disabled? I said, no, but I can't, I can't stand here. They wanted to stand there while everybody's being interviewed. Oh my God. You were like, sir, my paper's right here. And you show your Your knee. knee. (laughs) It was devastating. So it's my worst fear come true. When did you have the stream? Today. Oh, it was today. Yeah. I was taking a nap on the way here. (laughs) On the way here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I think you probably had that dream because we were talking about that the other day with the weed. Like you were like saying that if you were in uh, the bone man's car or if you were in anybody's car that had weed and you got pulled over. This is what Libby guys don't fucking hang out with Libby. If you have any weed, just don't. If you have any drugs on you, if you have anything on you, do not fucking hang out with Libby because she has this insane thing to her where she can't really lie i i will dry snitch on myself and everyone around me well and i mean yeah so libby said before oh if we're in the car and we get pulled over in the weeds not even mine i'll admit to it (laughs) and i'm like what i just i i have to i i have to tell the officer it's in there but i don't want to snitch on my friends so i have to snitch on myself yeah i feel like it'd be like you know say you're in the car with I mean, you could be in the car with me or you could be in the car with Bone Man. And, you know, you see, boop, boop, lights go up behind you. What is your immediate reaction? I'm like, you know, he's got weed. And Bobby's I'm like, like, hey, Libby, calm, or, you know, calm down. Here it is. And I'll roll down the back window because okay, I, I can't. In the back. You can't say any, just calm down. It's fine. We're no, I have. Fine. It's okay. I'll go to jail for it. No, no, nobody's going to go to jail. You just calm the fuck down. It's going to be fine. And plus, my weed is so hidden. You couldn't. It's I fine. smelled it sitting there. That's how I knew it was in there. No, you didn't. No, I did. I go, Bobby, do you have weed in the car? <laughs> <laughs> Officer comes up to the car and he's like, uh, hey, you guys, uh, how we doing today? How we doing? Uh, you guys know why I. Uh, There's weed in the back here, sir. I'm sorry, is there something that I need to know about that's in this car? Is that what you're telling me right now? Sir, I need you to search this whole vehicle because I have marijuana cigarettes in the back here that belong to me that I bought from a drug dealer. Okay, ma'am, listen, I'm not trying to make fun of you or anything, but nobody ever does this. Nobody just says stuff like this. So I think you might be playing a fun little prank on me. I've watched what's cops. what's going on here? I've watched cops, and every time the cop says, if you just tell me the truth, it won't be so bad, even though it usually is very bad, listen, even whether they tell the truth or not. Listen, lady, I'm just going to stop <clears throat> you right there. I've been a cop on this force here in uh, Farmington, Missouri, for five years. That's a long time. Yeah. In my opinion, it's a long time. It is. Now, the other guys don't treat me that way. They treat me like I'm some kind of rookie, but I'm no rookie. Five years, that's longer than any relationship I've ever had. And then he touches your tit. <laughs> <laughs> longer than any relationship that I've ever had, okay? Cops ain't real. All right? Cops ain't real. All the stuff on there is dramatized, okay? You ever seen the popcorn corner? No. Don't ask. Back to, listen, 
I just think you're playing a funny little prank on me right now and that, you know, but sir, what do you think about this? <laughs> Poor Bobby. And he's just fucking dying laughing. And you're over here getting into it with this mm-hmm. police officer. And he's like, no freaking way. I don't believe I don't buy it, sir. If I have to take this tin out and show you that there is green marijuana's. Ma'am, again, I mean, I just, nobody ever calls it that. That's what it is. (laughs) And I bought it from a reputable reputable drug dealer in St. Louis for about, I don't know, $40. Ma'am, listen, generally I like to let women speak for a moment, but, uh. When they start to get a little out of line, like you're you're getting a little out of line right now. So actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, just take the man's driver's license. I'm going to let you have your little moment here and you can uh, you can do whatever you got to do right now. Cry if you need to. I don't know why you're trying to get this uh, very studious man. I saw a fire man sticker on the back of this car. So I knew that I was pulling over. Some good people. It's not him. It's me. It's my stuff. He's to- He didn't even know I had it back here. Ma'am. All right. Give me the marijuana cigarette. All right. Bobby's screaming. Losing his. <laughs> just give me give me the marijuana cigarette. Give it to me. Wherever it is, just it's, give it to me. It's in and nothing bad's going to happen. Okay? Butter cookie tin here. It's in this little tin. Oh, did there happen to be any cookies left? Because no I cookie. would love to have. No cookies. All right. Hand it over. Opens the tin up. Sees the marijuana cigarette. That's my marijuana cigarette right there. Sir, you need to control your bitch, okay? <laughs> you need to control your mother who's sitting in the back seat. <laughs> you need <laughs> Fuck, I forgot you're sitting in the back seat. <laughs> Bobby should be arrested for making his grandma ride in the back seat. Oh man. Well, yeah, and that's what would happen if I ever got pulled over. Well, the fat if we ever got pulled over in your car and I was in the back seat sitting on a pile of trash and you're like, sir, I'm an Uber driver. They'd be like, oh, ma'am, you cannot be operating these hoarding conditions as an Uber driver. And then they take a picture of you and me in the car and you're like, no, your face. Is, is this human trafficking? Yeah. Are you trafficking this woman? Is there other people under the trash? You're like, sir, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know she was back there. Okay. There's a lot of stuff back there. Ma'am, are there dead people under that trash? <laughs> Very well could be many dead mm. people. Mm-mm-mm. I remember the first time I dry snitched. I was. Well, at- I, can you define dry snitch? Dry snitching is when you tell on yourself. <laughs> oh. So, but it's not even telling on myself because I didn't do it. I was at St. Agatha preschool. <laughs> Where I cried every single day because I wanted to go home with my mom. <laughs> and we were in this big playroom and somebody did something to some one of the playthings. And they were, you know, saying, who, who did what, this? Where? Who did when, this? Why? That is a noun. And they kept saying, we're not going to play anymore until we find out who did this. And I raised my hand and said, I did it. Why aren't you telling us what the event was? Because you don't want to snitch anymore. What do you mean event? What What was the thing somebody did? I to can't somebody, remember. To it was broke something. Oh, or okay, okay. Turned something over. Okay. Oh, they turned over a piece of paper. Turned over <laughs> like a big. It was like something to do with a, a a toy, like a like a like an inside jungle gym type toy thing. Or okay. Something. And somebody fucked it up. They're like, we're not gonna do shit. 
until one of you little motherfuckers fesses up. That's what they're telling you. And I said I did it. I I just remember them saying, you did it? And I was like, yeah. I don't remember what the repercussions were. But I just remember doing that. I wanted to save everyone, I think. I mean, yeah. And I felt guilty, even though I hadn't done it. So, as, a ch- as a five-year-old child, I felt guilt. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how these. That's how Brendan Dassey got convicted. <laughs> Poor little cat. Poor guy. You're, you're, yeah, you better, you're going to end up like them. I'm going to end up in fucking prison one day. Somebody's going to set me up. They're going to hear this and set me up. And I'll be like, yes, I murdered them. (laughs) I don't know how I would react. You know what? My first thing would just always be like, I need an attorney. Don't talk to me. I've seen enough That's what I thought in the dream, too. I thought, man, I should have gotten an attorney. I was like, I don't have money for an attorney. It was too late. Excuse but it was me. a I was just doing a hot bit. I thought it was gonna be really funny. Well, this also comes back to the fact that like comedy ruins lives all of the time. <laughs> and I mean everybody needs to know that because look what happened. You were trying to do a fun, relatable bit while you guys were all being interrogated and you were like, uh said or no, it just uh, admit to being murdered, but uh being a murderer, but uh, guess what? I'm doing it right now. And then the place, you know, erupted with uh, hatred. Uh, place, they immediately turned. It was it a erupted group. with absolute silence. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were clapping. The one guy was going, ah, <laughs> and clapping. And then when I said that bit, boy, they never formally charged me with murder. No, they just locked you up in a cell. But uh, in the dream, also, I knew who did it, which was weird. Who was it? It was some man. Mm, okay. Of course. Of course. Some white dude. Um, and I roasted this white guy last night, and I kind of feel bad about it. Why? Um, man, I was killing it this weekend with my 10 minutes with Carlos Miller. He mm-hmm. was so gracious. Uh, well, let's just back up. I was supposed to feature for Carlos, which means I'm supposed to do 20 minutes and Carlos is uh, Carlos was the headliner this weekend at Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis, which is our home club uh, where Libby and I perform at a lot. And Carlos is from Wild and Out, Wild correct? and Out, and a lot of stuff. Okay, great. So all week I've been kind of scared because I thought, God, this guy's going to roast me because that's what they do, you know, Wild and Out. They roast you. Yeah, thought you were going to get freaking sizzled. So then Willie uh, shows up and is like, "I'm working," and I was like, "What?" But sometimes this happens. Sometimes the comic will bring their own feature and you just, you know, whatever. You just move Double on. Double book, whatever. It's all good. You get a new weekend. You go home and try not to kill yourself. Well, Carlos said to me, hey, you know, I'm sorry there was miscommunication. I want you to roll with me all weekend. He said, do you want to do some time? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm just grateful for the stage time. Then we went back to the green room and sat. We were sitting back there together. Had you and him already been like meet, met? And no, this was, was just this? like the moment we met. Oh. Because they were still trying to figure out how it happened. And I walked up. Carlos was talking to Ryan. And he goes, here's here's Libby. And I go, look, I go, Carlos, it's no big deal. It's fine. You know, this stuff happens. I'm not. And he was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. So we, we immediately go in the green room. We start chatting. And he's asking me how long I did comedy and, you know, do I have a day job? What else do I do? I said, you know, I got a lot of stuff on the internet. And he stops and he goes, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you telling me? And I didn't say anything. He goes, you didn't say anything like I do this video right. with the McRib. He goes, he goes, 
that's you. That's you. And then he he re- he started reciting, you don't, doesn't look like you need an extra McRib and ah! stuff like that. And he goes, oh, my God, I'm your biggest fan. And he takes his phone out and goes, I never do this, but can I get a picture with you? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> ah! And then Ryan comes in to say something. And he goes, man, Ryan, why didn't you tell me who she was? <laughs> Oh my god, so, I love it. Listen, I never do this, but can I get a picture with I you? I know he got a, he like kind of sat on my lap and took one and then we took like another one. Oh man, I fucking love it. So I don't think you need that extra <laughs> McRib. And he lost his he loved it. And he was thinking about like so I mean, he's just the nicest guy. Like so like I, I kind of compare his energy to Modest Yahoo, where he's just like so chill and like yeah. quiet and like he always smells good. Um, so what happens when you regularly shower? It's something you and I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> and and he's just talking about, you know, here's an idea for you. Here's an idea. And he goes, you know, um, I was telling him about the, the one woman show I'm trying to write. And he's like, you know how you talk to that red, your redneck husband off camera? And I'm like, he has gone fucking deep in my shit. <laughs> That's when I do my Snapchat reviews. And at the end, I pretend to call Ronnie. Oh. And I have my phone down like this where you can't even see anything. It's just like, hey, Ronnie, what you doing? It's fucking Lyle over there again. He was, he knew about that. He knows about Ronnie? He, I don't know if he knows about Ronnie. Well, no, no, no. I, I just mean, mean knows, in, the, yeah, in the videos. He knows like, that. I, and I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. He just was so great. Oh, man, that's fucking awesome. So then all weekend I was, I don't know how to say this, but I was killing it. Were you yeah. going up after Larry? I went up after Larry. Okay, so Larry, you, Willie Lunch, and then Carla, <laughs> Carlos. Willie Lunch. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally typoed. Willie Lynch is a comic here. Willie Demi. Lynch Jr. Yeah, Willie Lynch Jr., a comedian, a uh, lot of credits, great comic, whatever. And uh, fucking my phone autocorrected his name to Willie Lunch. <laughs> and it's the funniest fucking thing oh, in the world. Oh, God. Okay, so, so you were you were going up after Larry, and Larry was doing ten. You were doing ten, and Willie was doing 20, 20 or something. Okay, and then uh, Carlos was up there a long time. I couldn't re- really watch Carlos because all the shows were so packed; there was not an extra chair in there. <clears throat> so I got to hear bits and pieces of it, and then uh, what other thing happened? That you've you were killing all weekend, right? Like except for the ten shows. o'clock show last night was kind of. I had them at first, and then the last five they were. I will say that that uh, the crowds were predominantly black. They're not so much into hearing about Arby's roast beef pussy. They don't like that. That disturbs them more than all they of laugh. them. All the crowds were just. They kind of laughed, but they were more like, oh. They were like, holy fuck, I eat that for lunch. Get the fuck out of here with your fucking sandwich pussy. But man, uh, the, the first show last night, Ryan didn't play my song. Uh-huh. I was playing Missy Elliott, Work It. Oh, nice. He forgot to play it, so I go, I'm saying, they didn't fucking play my song. Hey, play my fucking song. And uh, everybody was cracking up, and he played it, and I start doing this twerking which was elderly twerking (laughs) (laughs) people were losing their mind i look over and larry's looking out oh shit and i'm like see even larry's trying to look at my fucking ass yeah he's trying to get that ass that elderly ass (laughs) he's like "Mm, never tried a aarp looking ass (laughs) 
Larry killed it. They all killed it. We had fun. And uh, who's the white guy you sizzled? Oh, that's the original story. Randy, you about to say something? That uh, she was roasting a white dude? Yeah. That, oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just making sure. I, I want to make sure we're all fucking family <laughs> working together. Okay, go ahead. Roasted the fucking white guy. I was roasting a lot of the white people. Mm-hmm. What were you saying to them? Well, one white guy was, you know, talking something. And then I go, you know what? I don't fuck with white guys. And everybody, of course, died. Mm-hmm. Then the guy last night, I could barely see him. But what I saw was a hat with sunglasses on. Okay. And I said something about, you know, I can't see you, but I can see your hat and sunglasses. And I know you're fucking white. And I was saying, like, no white man or no black man. I, I'm going to cue it up because I don't know exactly what I said. But Yeah, love it. I felt so bad after I did it for some reason because he looked kind of sad over there. Well, I mean, was he was he heckling or were you just fucking... He was just sitting there. Oh, he was? And he was you just, just in destroyed the way. him? He was just in the way. Yeah. But, you know, that's the consequence. That's the consequence of being white. <laughs> hey. Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> and Ryan's back to the He's just looking at you from the sound booth. You got your song. You're doing elderly twerking. <laughs> there it is. Jesus Christ. Keep going for Larry, your host. He's great. He's great. <laughs> I see my white people up there. All I can see, all I can see is a hat with sunglasses on the top, and I know that's a white person. Ain't no black man on earth gonna put sunglasses outside of the hat. Man, don't feel bad. I bet he loved it, and they're still laughing. I don't know what I was doing. I was out of my fucking mind crazy, though. That's funny. Fuck him. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit. So that oh, was a fun weekend. That's great. I'm glad it went well. How was your weekend? Um, It was fine. I worked a lot on Friday night, and then last night we did a, uh, we did a show at the improv shop, and it was... Uh, so it was probably about 14 people there, small crowd for the improv shop showcase you know and uh all of them were sitting in the back so i get on stage and i'm like guys all right listen nobody wanted to sit up in the front in the splash zone i used your (laughs) bit because you got to to get everybody high i'm like you nobody not one person you fucking kidding me (laughs) and then they're kind of like laughing about it and then i was like guys it is scientifically proven that when people sit closer to each other that there is a better chance that we'll get a new an orgy <laughs> and we're funny. gonna have an orgy and i'm fucking with them nobody moved up front so uh, it was just you know whatever you should have walked the mic down there i probably should have i should have walked my fucking little ass all the way down there but i wasn't in the mood i was like i'm not dealing with you guys so it was fine it was it was kind of a slow slow show but it was it was good did as well as you're gonna do but i went up ricky royal went up he's so fucking funny god i love him 
And then uh and then Rafe closed it out. And it was it was good. It was fun. And then listen to this. Obviously I'm not gonna say <laughs> this gal's name, but um this gal comes up to me after the show and she's like, Oh my god, you were so funny. Do you remember me? And I was like, Oh wow, 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 racking my brain file. And I like I recognized her face, but I didn't recognize her. And then I was like, I I'm really sorry. I don't I don't remember. I don't, I know I recognize you, but I don't know where. And then she's like, we were in a group therapy thing together like a long time ago. And I think you were like just starting doing comedy then. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then everything clicked and I lost my mind. I picked up a chair and I started screaming, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, damn, I can't believe this girl remembers me. And, uh, yeah, so we ended up chatting and talking. I was in this group therapy thing with this fucking gal a long time ago. Probably like six years ago. And she was like, you know, it's kind of coming back to me now because it was like a woman's empowerment thing. She goes, I remember you were talking about like, oh, you know, it was like body dysmorphia stuff, postpartum depression. Like it was just a a female centered group about like all kinds of issues that affect females, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, whether it's like society or whether it's just things that are specific to us or whatever. And she was like, you know, that's funny. You did that bit about the stomach roll. And I remember you talking about like your body dysmorphia and stuff in this in this group and you were like talking about like my stomach and when you did that it was way funnier to me tonight because I was like oh my god I know this is real and I was like ah, awesome I should kill myself oh <laughs> uh, yeah but it was cool chatting with her we chatted for a little bit she's still in therapy I'm in therapy we talked about it for a bit and uh that was fun she was like, and I was just like, I hate the group stuff. And I was telling her, I'm like, I fixate on the people that I hate. You know, I'm always like, you know, maybe a fucking Karen would shut the fuck up. Somebody else can fucking talk. <laughs> did shut you the- remember her though after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Did you I, remember I, I recognized her, her face? Like well, she yeah. remembered yours? Yes. Well, it was like postpartum shit. Oh, I mean, okay. fucking having babies fucks a lot of people up. There's oh, some people God. that are totally fine with it. Dude, Bernie Sanders all, it's, can't all stop texting me. God, he wants I'm about to puss. send him back a titty. Send him a pussy window. I'll send him a pussy window tick. Yeah. Pussy, so, uh, pussy window. Pussy window tick. Ew. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, so that was that was that was cool. That's kind of what happened last night. But you know what I got? We got a couple of, you know what I'm doing starting tomorrow? What? So I'm doing a six-week fitness class at the YMCA Mm -hmm. where uh, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday Mm -hmm. at 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 Jesus Christ. (laughs) Did you mean to put p.m.? No, I just – and the uh, I saw – I got an email about it in my phone or whatever, and I was like, you know what? I like doing – that's what I like doing in groups. I like doing works at workouts in groups, but I don't like doing vulnerability stuff in groups, okay? There's a difference. Working out, we're numbing out and pumping iron. <laughs> pumping iron. We're pumping iron and we're numbing out. And in the therapy group, we're, we're not numbing out and we're crying and we're getting vulnerable. <laughs> we're pumping tears. We're pumping blood into our bodies that comes out in tears. I don't like that. But I do want to do the workout stuff. So my friend Annie, good old Annie and I are doing this class for six weeks, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. I am very scared. I'm scared I won't wake up. 
I'm scared. It's it's scary. It's, it's going to change that- a lot of my uh, habits for sleeping because it's like I can't be going to bed at 1 a.m. and waking up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And luckily, this place is a few minutes from my house. So it's good. I can work, wake up at like 510, roll out of bed, slam a cup of coffee and get in my, oh my workout God. clothes and go go out. Coffee before a workout. I'd be shitting everywhere. I might. And that's OK. Well, but, it's uh, good that you have a buddy because then it'd be easier to get there that's if it was why, just me i would never go oh i that's why i had to get a buddy i was like hey you want to do this with me i know it's a long shot and she's like ah, if we do the 631 i'm gonna miss three classes but if we do the 531 i could make all of them <laughs> oh, and a part shit. of like uh my stomach flipped oh <laughs> and uh yep but i'm doing that mm. starting tomorrow six weeks mm. six i was like i can do it i can do it I just want to fucking prove to myself I can stick to something like this. Is it mixed? Like you do mixed stuff or is it the Um, same class? Yeah. So there is like some anal and then there is. (laughs) Wait, I want to go to this. There's going to be uh, anal mixed with high intensity interval training. Okay. So. H-I-I-T. Yeah. It'll be. I'm excited. I just, I like it when people tell me what to do with workouts and they help you with your form and they're like, hey. You don't need to be doing all that or, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's way easier when someone fucking tells you what to do. Cause it's, it's much easier for me to give up in a workout when it's just me. Right. I'm like, okay, four more reps. And then I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I want to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this. Do, uh, they now, allow smoking in the class. <laughs> do they allow smoking first and foremost? <laughs> Can you bring a Coca-Cola? And is it, um. Is that included in your Y membership? It's not. It was $90. But oh I was like, that's vi- that's pretty cheap for six weeks. For six weeks of 18 workouts, we're like, and the guy told me, I was like, all right, listen up, mother. Because I, I know a little bit about working out. I don't know much, but I did send him an email. I was like, hi, John. <laughs> Let's talk about what this workout's going to consist of. Is it going to be circuit training? Is it going to be strength training paired with cardio? I sent a quite cunty email. Oh, But wow. I just wanted to know what I was getting myself into. It wasn't cunty. It probably did seem know-it-all. He was probably like, shut the fuck up, lady. Like, I'm the expert here. Yeah, and he is. I'm not an expert, but I I mean, I'm not a veterinarian or any of that. I'm just a content (laughs) podcast host. So I, uh, yeah, he said that it's going to be, he's like, I don't do circuit training because it gets repetitive and kind of boring. And I was like, all right, but it's going to be high-intensity training, whatever, interval training. And he's like, you'll be sore after most classes. And I was like, count me in. Three days, I'm just... (laughs) I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to not think about it too much and just be like just take it day by just day because otherwise I'm going to get anxious and then I'm going to get upset and if I don't do it I'm going to be very mad at myself so I'm trying to keep low stakes and just take it day by day and treat myself a little better and got, be patient with yourself. I got the nicotine lozenges. I'm two days off the jewel. That's incredible. Um, I'm trying because I mean, really, that's just. It's incredible. Smoked a pack a day for 10 years, and then I went to the Jewel for like, I don't know, last nine months or something, smoking ciggies every now and then, not much. What I would like to do is I want to be a casual cig smoker. Oh, That's what I want to do. I want, I to, want to be done with the anxiety of like cigarettes and shit running my life, but I want it to be every now and then. Maybe I have a few drinks. Maybe it's a special occasion, and I smoke a ciggy because they taste totally fucking different. When you're not smoking them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have one after the first time. You're like, oh, my mouth's dry. Did somebody just put cum in there and let it dry out? <laughs> the fuck? I'm usually like, oh, there it is. 
I've missed you. Yeah. I'm excited. So I don't know. I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to rewire my brain, guys. I'm trying to rewire my brain. So if anybody else is doing a workout thing or trying to quit smoking or trying to quit sucking that D of that ex person that you hate, hit me up. Let's talk. Last night I said I would uh, suck a dick for some Kohl's cash. Mm. I was adding on to my bit about, and you might be surprised by that because I'm wearing a very fancy Kohl's shirt, blouse, that I bought with my Kohl's cash. And I'll suck any dick in here for a little bit of Kohl's cash. Listen, 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 I'll suck a whole dick for some coal cash. <laughs> mm, I love it. I fucks with the Kohl's. It's the fucking best. I got some new shoes from the Kohl's. Oh, yeah? Let me see. Ooh. You got rid of your other doo-doo new Because they smelled so bad. Uh, because I, when I went to my therapist... He was like, your feet stink. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about my feet again because I was like, there's no way you can't smell it. Anyway, um, <laughs> we were. I was having so much anxiety and um, he said, well, if you're able to do this show tonight, which was our show on Thursday, mm-hmm. how will you reward yourself? And then I thought, usually I would reward myself with a food item. So then I said, you know what? I'm going to buy some new shoes that don't stink. And you did it. And I did it. That's good. I'm proud of you. We did We're it. making moves. That show was fucking fun. It was so great. That was a take it on the fucking road. Very fun show. Me, Libby, my partner Rafe, and uh, Bobby all did a show together on Thursday at Helium Comedy Clubs. And Libby was the headliner. And the it was quote fucking, unquote headliner. It was fucking lit. Okay, so uh, we're we're coming up close to uh, time. It is uh, forty two minutes past the hour. Tina's got uh, to get to, and it is a uh, yeah. I gotta, but listen before we uh, skedaddle, we got a fucking uh, we got a question from a from a listener. So I'm very excited. Good to old read Randy. This, okay, Randy just why don't smiled you read at me. it because I uh, I've read the last few ones. I'd like it if you read this one. Hi, Tuna. Should I say the name? Who it's from? Sure. Hey, Fox 138. Okay. Should I apologize to my guy friend about the shit spackle on the underside of the toilet seat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big lesbian and rarely have guys over. I recently started getting chummy with this man from work. We hang out sometimes and I'm positive he has peed and pooped in my apartment. (laughs) He's on his way over and I was taking a dump and it hit me that... I bet if I lift the toilet seat up, it's going to be gross. (laughs) My girlfriend and I clean regularly, but both have violent shit sometimes. Well, I lifted the seat and it was pretty gnarly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad. I feel bad that my dude has probably seen that. Should I apologize or just move on with my life? (laughs) I know you're not afraid to talk turdy and may have some good advice. I love you and Libby, and your podcast is one of the only things I have to look forward to. Fondly, Katie. Uh, okay. What does chummy mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need to know. Uh, Do you know friends, what chummy means? Just like your chums. Hey, it's me. We're chums. Your friends, your buds. Oh, on friendly terms, friendly. Okay, so I was very confused. I was like, hold on, hold on a second. Are they doing a three-way? Is because they're, they're are they all getting chummy together? And they're but now I realize. Okay, she says I'm a big lesbo and rarely have guys over. 
So I get this and we hang out sometimes. Okay, okay. I my I personally would be like <laughs> we both have violent shit sometimes. <laughs> You're telling me, sister. You should I shouldn't fucking record it. You'd be fucking blown away. You'd be like, holy fuck. That was a propeller. <laughs> that was a machine gun. I don't understand how urine gets up there. When I clean my toilet, I'm the only person in there and there's urine spackle. How? In addition to doo-doo spackle. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll fucking... I have one of those like high, higher efficient toilets where it's like one and two, mm-hmm. which remember, I thought it was just like, it just gives more water. I didn't realize one was actually for number one and Pee two and was for number two. But uh, sometimes if I just fuck up my toilet, you know, if I'm just like... Oh, God. If I'm just farting up a storm and shitting all over town, I'll look in my toilet sometimes and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I plus the flusher and it won't clear it all. (laughs) It'll just – and then I have to, you know, make a game time decision like do I spray some stuff or do I just like keep flushing and hope it catches it? And it's like sometimes I got to do some dirty work, okay? Got to do it before it dries. Yeah, you got to do it before it dries. (laughs) Otherwise, you're fucking – you're fucking it up. So either way, I uh, I'll definitely get I'll lift up the toilet sometimes. The toilet seat. And then here's the thing: it's not just me taking big old violent shits. <laughs> it's my partner Rafe and I taking big violent fucking shits. I bet Royce gets up there too and does some big shits. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Royce is fucking in there letting out little dinkers, <laughs> little ding- dingleberry poops, little berries. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I. So here is. What's nice is that Katie is assuming that this friend of hers is lifting up the toilet seat when he takes a piss. Mm -hmm. Because I know a lot of men that don't lift up the toilet Mm, seat when they piss. Yeah. I think there's a lot of men that are sometimes, they're just like, ah, fuck it. I don't fucking care. And they just piss right in that little hole. (laughs) 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 They piss right in that little hole without lifting up the toilet seat. Do you lift up the toilet seat, Randy? Absolutely. Every time? Absolutely. A true gentleman. My mother trained me to lift the toilet seat. Well, no. you're also very clean. Why don't you tell me my butt was hanging out? Do you put it down after every every Absolutely, pump? and I close the, the you lid, close the lid. He does Absolutely. close the lid. Yeah. You know what, though? There has been some times that I've uh, gone into the restroom after my partner Rafe and the toilet seat is lifted up still. Not sometimes. It's a lot. And there's times, you know, when you're going to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you're going to sit down and you fucking fall inside of the toilet. You're like, whoa. Mm. And it's so hard. It is scary. That bowl is well, hard. It, it's very scary because you, you're you like, oh, no, I'm going to get sucked into the toilet. You know, you it feels like you're falling. It's scary. You can't get yourself out of there. But I think, uh, you know, I think that <sighs> here's what I would say. I... Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if you should apologize because if you're apologize, you're basically apologizing for being who you are. Mm-hmm. I think you either got to change it if you're like, you know what, I don't want to. I never lift up the toilet seat and I see stuff there, you know, and you're not. You don't lift it up most of the time, but your buddy that you're getting chummy with, he's lifting it up and he might be seeing it. But it's like I, I say either change the action or just fucking have a hard line and just be like, it's who I am. I don't lift up the mm. toilet seat because I don't have a freaking dingus. Right, right. 
But, you know, I pick up the toilet seat and I clean under that bitch sometimes. And let me tell you, there is fucking shit and piss. There's sometimes cake there. I don't even know how sometimes, got there. Sometimes you got to spray full on bleach on there, you know? Oh, yeah. You got to fucking wipe that baby out. So, you know, I, I think uh, I personally think you should just move on with your life and listen. You could apologize to him, or maybe you could do it. Maybe not apologize. You could just say it in a friendly way, like, hey, listen, I just need to know. When you lifted up our toilet seat, was there speckles on it? Just a yes or no question. Yes or no answer. That's all I want. I think that has the potential to bring you guys even closer to being more so. chummy. I think so, too. Because I'm you- sure at his house, there's shit on his thing. Yeah. And I mean, maybe you go to his house and you lift it up and check what's going on there. Obviously, do it with the toilet paper piece. Of- yeah, that's that's one of my concerns is that he lifted it and didn't realize there was going to be shit. Maybe his finger touched one of your spackles uh. or several and of the spackles. And then he shook your hand. Or maybe he gave you a <laughs> wet willy in your mouth. I think uh, I would just make it into a bit. I'd be like, man, did you see all those shit spackles on my toilet? And like try to play it off, even though inside I would be mortified. Yeah, especially if you guys are, like, becoming closer friends. I say this is an opportunity to take it to the next level. You know, you're not afraid to talk dirty. And if you're getting chummy with this guy, obviously you're going to tell him about Slop City Podcast because that's what people do Mm -hmm. uh, when they love something. They try to get it to grow, and uh, they're going to have our back. So you're obviously going to talk to him about Slop City. Mm -hmm. So that maybe one day we can tour and, you know, meet a lot of people and, you know, Mm -hmm. make money and get to retire. Hey, Randy. Get a new knee and... And then after all that, so hey, yeah. Randy. But that's I say I would I would take this I definitely take this as an opportunity to level up the chum. Okay, you want to level up the chum, you want to get closer. So I say, you know, you fucking put him in the chum squad. Yeah. <laughs> get him in. I, I put him in the chum squad. I think uh yeah, I think level it up. Talk about it. Why not? Guess what? Anybody that's got a clean toilet all the fucking time, I can tell you they're cleaning that bitch every single day. Because sometimes I'll clean the toilet one day and then I open it up the next day and I'm like, oh my God, there's a fucking shit spackle on there already? (laughs) You fucking kidding me? That's life. Nobody's that clean. And if they are that clean, it's because they have a fucking maid that comes and cleans every fucking day. Every After every time you go potty. Yeah, there's no way. So I would say level it up. Talk about the spackles. And get that fucking chum closer to you. And then maybe at some point you can be so chummy uh, that he might come over and clean up your spackles for you. You'll yeah. say, hey, I noticed there's a lot of spackle on there. Got one of them Clorox wipes. I can just take care of that real quick. And he'll do it for you. And who knows? Some of those spackles might be his. Because you said he shit there. He needs to own up to some of his shit spackles. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, this is a three-way street, okay? If you're having three people in and out of the house at any given time, you know, it's two for sure, you and your GF, and you guys are taking violent shits, sure, some of it's yours, but it could absolutely be absolutely. some of his. So I think uh, I think if my advice is how Libby and I got to be so close is that we talk openly about our uh, our our trials and trip trip tribulations 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 we talk openly about all that shit we talk about our shit we talk about our piss we talk about all sorts of stuff 
And I, uh, anybody that I'm close friends with, I've pissed my pants in front of them. Oh. You know, I've done vulnerable things in front of them. So I, uh, I vote you fucking chum it up and you talk openly. And then tell us how it works out. Yeah, I'd like to know if he chuckles and laughs or, you know what, if he has the reaction where he's like, oh, what? I didn't see that. It's like, don't invite get him, him out over. of your life. Yeah, you don't need him. Mm-mm. Maybe you could take a secret uh, video of you. You know how the some kids record themselves coming out to their parents and they have a camera sitting nearby? Mm-hmm. Maybe set up a camera and say, hey, there's something I want to talk to you about. Make it very serious. Uh, I just want to know, when you go in the bathroom, <clears throat> do you notice my shit? spackles all over the toilet <laughs> and then i want to see his reaction yeah i'd love to see it i think uh i think it'll bring you guys closer i think that talking about shit like this will bring you closer to anybody i mean listen if you're you know you're talking with your boss and they're doing a quarterly meeting with you and stuff and they're like is there anything you'd like to change about uh you know is there anything you'd like to change anything you'd like to talk about i think you take that opportunity to pop in Coming in hot and say, well, I'd like to change my diet so I'm not having such monstrous shits all Violent the time. Violent Violent shits. So I think hit him with that. Hit and him that's with how the... you get closer. And that'll uh, that'll wrap it up for the day. We got to get Tina out of here. I hate to. I hate to... Big tuna. We can't uh, wait till post-haste. No, we can't. We can't be post-hasting because Tina's got a G-O. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we love you. Thank you for listening to Slop City Podcast. And thanks for buying out uh, a lot of the shirts. We sold out of the crop tops. They're fucking sold out. God damn. So I got to order more. We're going we're gonna to get more shit. We got some other cool things coming your way, motherfuckers. So you. We love you. Thanks, Randall. Welcome. May the Lord open for you, Randall. <clears throat> And he will raise you up. You're looking good today. You're You're looking looking good good today. today. You're looking good today. Cut! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Pussy window. A pussy window. Pussy window.